Hello, hello. This is Deb Creer, the socialite. I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And, you know, I love the music that we start this program with because you know, it is all about being friends. And you all need to connect with me, connect with everybody else, and more importantly, connect with today's guest. I am delighted today that we have Nancy Kenny as my guest. She is the principal and senior social media strategist of Green Girl Media, LLC. Since 2008, Nancy has worked with businesses across the U.S. to identify, strategize, train, and manage online social networking profiles and provide community management. Her business management experience includes 15 years as a human resources professional and paralegal working with high-tech startup groups and growth organizations and technology groups including Sun Microsystem, Network Photonics, and Redscape Software. Her specialties include design, development, implementation, and management of corporate policies, procedures, systems, and processes. And with that, let's just jump in and welcome Nancy. Hi, Nancy. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? Not bad, not bad. Glad, glad that we got technology going on our side here. You know, I'm about, oh, probably a, about 1,400 miles away from Nancy, I believe would be about the, the exact count. Nancy is in Steamboat Springs, which, Nancy, you don't know this. That's kind of my old stomping grounds. I am from Walden, Colorado. And when oh, people really? down here in Georgia, I, you know, they, it's funny. They ask me now, now, where are you from? Where are y'all from? And I say, well, Colorado. And they say, Denver. And I say, well, it's closer to outside a steamboat. And they go, oh, ooh. So they love that down in Atlanta that I'm from, from outside of Steamboat Springs. So welcome. And, you know, Nancy, you really intrigued me as a guest because you are focusing on the green movement um, and how social media can really benefit people in that industry and people who are interested with that. But let's take a step back. You know, you were kind of this high-tech person. You know, you, you did work with Sun. You've got this HR work, all these various things. What made you take the leap and decide that you were going to leave that industry, leave your, your industry of HR and paralegal and get into social media? Gosh, you know, I get that question all the time. <laughs> um, you know, it's very common, um, but it's a great question. And when I worked in human resources, um, you know, when you develop and design policies and procedures, a lot of their um, the tools are online these days. So, um, so we, you know, I would write communications and policies and work with um, IT um, and the software developers to uh, put together internal, internal tools of communication for employees on large enterprise-wide systems and internal smaller-scale systems as well. So I just kind of loved always doing the online portion of that, working with the online tools. And then I, the last company that I worked for, which is a great company, uh, they went through a merger and acquisition, and I had been through many of those um, because of my experience working in the startup industry. Mm -hmm. So I just decided that, you know, it was time for me to make a change and do something, and I um, just kind of fell into it for the most part. I was reading uh, Coastal Living Magazine one day in early uh, 2007, and I saw these great products in one of their magazines, and I thought, what a great opportunity for consumers to have a one-stop shop um, for finding eco-products like myself. I love that kind of thing. I've always been a green person and try and live eco-friendly. Um, so I decided to take the leap and I, um, I uh, left that company and I started Futures Furniture Business Directory, and uh, which was a, a one-stop shop for eco-friendly furniture and interior design products. And out of that, we uh, shared those products over the social network. So that's how I got started. Great. You know, and, and to me, social media is kind of the ultimate green. You know, granted, we're using electricity and things like that when we're doing our posts on social media, but we're not printing a bazillion brochures. We're not, you know, running advertisements. We're not doing all of those things. And social media to me is very much grassroots. You know, I'm, I tell a lot of people that it is uh, word of mouth on steroids. And what better way to be very green than to do it that way? Absolutely. 
there's a ton of um, ways to be green with it, um, but it's, you know, like you said, there's, we're still using some electricity and stuff, but we, we can cut down our transportation uh, from just by doing the things we do online today, and that's probably one of the bigger things that we can do. Most definitely. You know, and, and to me, it really does make sense, you know, obviously whatever type of business you are, but especially for a green business, because it would be rather odd to me. Now I know they do it, so it's not, you know, there's certainly nothing bad, but you know, maybe it's a very green business. And then I pick up this brochure that they spent thousands of dollars on and, and all those various things. And so to me, social media really is the best fit. Um, now it's not the only fit. I know that, you know, we always have to, to talk about integrating your marketing campaigns, but it really does seem like a great place for, you know, especially those eco-friendly businesses to be. Oh, absolutely. You know, companies, um, you know, we're still in that early stages that, you know, even though it's started to branch out, but companies, you know, often use the terms like green or eco-friendly and sustainable, you know, or environmentally um, safe when they're advertising their products, as you mentioned, in print marketing. But when we go on, you know, when we go online, it's, um, it adds a different dimension. Mm-hmm. Uh, social media allows for that because now you're out there and you're putting a face uh, to a name, and when you're engaging with your consumers over social media, you really have to be a lot more transparent because you know those terms have yet to have a consensual definition, mm-hmm. and so you know they're so open and broad. But it does allow for us to uh, be a green business, but also advertise and be more open. Right, you know, and and uh, you know, it always is. Oh, it chagrins me, I suppose would be the, the way to put it. When business tells me, oh, I'm not going to be on social media because it's scary. And I tell you, you know what? There, there is a little fear there, but people are talking about your product anyway. So don't you want to be there? You know, and, and when I see people, especially you know, on Facebook, things like that, they tend to really talk about eco a lot more than, hey, I just went to Walmart. They're saying, you know, hey, I found this great new product or this great new service or I just rode 50 miles to work, you know, all of those things. It, it does seem to be much more personal. And, and so that's, to me, why social media does maybe tend to lend itself a little bit more towards the environmental uh, movement and, and towards green. Yes, absolutely. I agree 100% with that. You know, social media, is, you know, the social networking sites were developed to be personal avenues to connect, to share, and, you know, businesses have taken the opportunity to expand by creating their pa- their pages so that they can be uh, more personal and um, out there to the consumers sharing their healthy lifestyle choices and so forth. And really, you know, it's, 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 you know, the green movement has really benefited from that because we are in a society today where we're really trying to be uh, advocates for ourselves, advocates for our, our business, but our family and friends are all sharing in that at some level. So it's a perfect opportunity for a green business to utilize the social networking sites, utilize uh, social media as part of their marketing strategy to reach the consumer that they need to reach. Definitely. You know, and, and I see, I'm, you know, been looking on your website at various things. It's a great site. How do people reach you and connect with you? Well, they can find me uh, on uh, greengirlmedia.biz. As you just mentioned, that's my website. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, I'm all over, you know, the majority of the time I get, uh, contacts from people um, from seeing me on the social networking sites. We're on Facebook at Green Girl Media um, LLC is our Facebook page. We're on Pinterest at Green Girl Media. Um, uh, LinkedIn, we um, have uh, Green Girl Media on Nancy Kenny on LinkedIn. I also have my Features Furniture uh, group uh, that uh, is focused on an eco-friendly interior designs and home furnishings. Um, I'm on YouTube because we do a lot of uh, blogging and uh, videos um, for green products um, for my blog, which is called Green Girl Around Town. And Green Girl Around Town is uh, based, uh, you can find my uh, blog on greengirlmedia.biz, but also on other sites like Mountain Town um, Women, uh, Mountain Town Views, Mountain Town Women Magazine, uh, Denver Green Streets, and places like that, soon to be on the Colorado Green Channel. Great. You know, and, and all of that is just an excellent example of ways that you have marketed yourself in a way that 
more than likely was very inexpensive. Um, you know, you, you've done link backs, you've done your website, you've done all of those various things. So again, it gets back to being green. You know, you have a ton of exposure, a lot of very interesting content. You're in a lot of places. So you're established as an expert. And it didn't take, again, the 5,000 brochures, the, you know, all of those various things. That's very true. And, you know, the one thing I would say is that social media um, is perfect for that. You know, when I started in 2008, promoting uh, the eco-friendly businesses um, that I was promoting through Futures Furniture, and since then when we migrated to Green Girl Media, because Futures Furniture is still a part of Green Girl Media, we, um, mm-hmm. we, you know, a lot of businesses are still at that point where they're, they're really grasping it. They're really trying to, like, they know they need it. They know, they know that they need to be there. They, need, they know that they need to have that face out there. So it really is inexpensive. Um, it's a great tool for any eco-business because the network is so large and diverse and a lot of opportunity to be out there like Green Girl Media is. Well, and, and you mentioned large. I mean, to me, that is probably one of the greatest benefits to social media is you can reach out to people around the world very easily, you know, and, and, and establish relationships with them. And I have so many brick and mortar places that tell me, oh, you know, I only want to have Facebook people who like me who are in Atlanta or who are in Denver or who are in, you know, Toronto because that's where I do business. But they never know who those people are connected to. You know, that's what's so cool about social media is I could do a post. Somebody in, you know, Pakistan could see it, but they know somebody back here who could work with me, and so they route us back together. And, and again, that's, to me, being very green and very eco-friendly about all of this. Absolutely. And, you know, and mobile marketing has really picked up on that as well. Today, mm-hmm. you know, right now we have e-commerce, but we have mobile commerce as well, or m-commerce as it's being right. dubbed. And um, and so mobile marketing is actually really important for the brick-and-mortar institution that you manage because, you know, you have Yelp and you have all those other places, you know, Google um, Alerts, you know, things that you can set up for Google Maps for your business. So just like you said, I mean, you're going to be, if I'm coming to visit you in Atlanta and um, you posted on your Facebook page one of your favorite places to eat, I'm more apt to go and check that place out because even though I'm in Colorado and you're in Atlanta, I saw it on your Facebook page, mm-hmm. and I can Google it on my phone via my uh, mobile uh, commerce um, right. application on my phone. And so brick-and-mortar institutions really, even though they, they may say they just need to be in their one little area, their phone, you know, the average consumer, 80% or more of people, uh, I think it is, are, you know, have mobile phones with mm-hmm. that, those apps on them. So I think it's really important for brick-and-mortar institutions to take advantage of that. Right. And and those that don't are just losing out so much. You know, I've, I've been in Atlanta now as a resident for two and a half weeks. And, of course, what I'm doing is looking for a lot of the, the resources that I had in Denver. You know, your your doctor, your hair you know person, all those various things. And I'm doing it on my phone. You know, and, and if they don't have something there that I can find, and then, of course... I go to Facebook, you know, I, so I find the name of a business and then I go to Facebook and I say, hey, anybody have any experience with? And then I go from there, um, you know, and, and so that's just, that's why so many businesses miss out because they just don't take advantage. Some of them think, oh, it's too expensive. It takes too much time. Really? You know, are you going to risk losing those clients and those, those potential customers just because you didn't have time to do that? That's right. You know, I right. really, they really need to be on there. I agree a hundred percent. Cool. Well, you know, amazingly enough, it is already time for our first break. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, let's talk about how social media and the green movement has really empowered small businesses. You know, they can now compete against the really big guys in a way that they never could before and compete very successfully. So let's talk about how you help businesses do that when we come back from the break. Listening to Mile High Radio, MileHighRadio.com on the World Wide Web for 
your listening pleasure. Are you an inventor, or do you know an inventor who would like to attempt to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to industry? Well, for free information on how to proceed, call this toll-free number. Call 800-367-6500. InventHelp, one of America's largest invention companies, has inventor information you can have for free. Record your invention's date of origination. Plus, get an information brochure and other materials of interest to new inventors. Learn how to get this free information just by calling this toll-free number. Call 800-367-6500. That's 1-800-367-6500. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll want this free inventor's information. It shows how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to industry. So call InventHelp right now, toll-free. Call 800 367 6500. That's 1 800 367 6500. Asbestos Cancer Warning. If exposed to asbestos and diagnosed with mesothelioma, asbestos cancer, or lung cancer, please call now. You may be entitled to a cash award from the $18 billion in asbestos trust funds. Even if your loved one passed away due to mesothelioma or lung cancer, call because you may be entitled to financial compensation. Asbestos exposure occurred in Navy or shipyards, working in carpentry, roofing, insulation, or in the construction, plants, industrial facilities, and automotive industries. Mesothelioma is a rare cancer almost exclusively caused by exposure to asbestos. Time is limited. If your loved one has been affected by mesothelioma, asbestos cancer, or lung cancer caused by exposure to asbestos, call now. You may be entitled to a cash award. Call 1-800-524-3933. That's 1-800-524-3933. Again, 1-800-524-3933. Advertising by Truett Aiken, Aiken Mears, GP, Houston, Texas. Case may be referred to other attorneys for principal responsibility. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? And we are back. I'm Deb Creer, the socialite. And if we're not already connected online, why not? You can find all the information about how to connect with me on my website at debcreer.com. So connect with me and definitely connect with my guest. I am delighted today to be talking with Nancy from Nancy Kenny. Sorry about that. I had a, had a little brain lapse there for a moment. Sorry, Nancy Kenny with Green Girl Media. And we are talking about how social media especially has been such a benefit to small business owners. So Nancy, talk to us about how it's empowered small businesses and really let them compete against, say, the big guys. Well, the one thing that has enabled uh, the small business owner is to put themselves out there in the forefront. The large companies have, uh, you know, taken some time to do that. Um, and so the really the small consumer, um, the small business owner, I should say, um, has uh, really taken the step forward um, utilizing um, the pl- social networking platforms uh, to reach the consumer that they wouldn't uh, normally be able to reach because of advertising costs and the like. And um, so um, it really has... Uh, given an empowerment, I think, to the small business owner um, you know, at a level of advertising that they can afford and um, a much greater reach. Like we talked about, you know, it's, it's across, it's a global environment, it's a global community, um, and uh, you never know who you're gonna, who's going to see your ads. So it's, um, it's just a really, it's been very, very advantageous for the small business owner. Well, and you're so right. It's, you know, a lot of times it seems like the big established businesses think if it doesn't cost a lot of money, then it's not worth it and they're not going to do it. So they, you know, they, they didn't get into social media until for many of them, it's almost too late. You know, they're, they're playing catch up and trying to develop a fan base of people that have moved on to, you know, they, they found their competitors. They've done all these other things. And it was the small businesses who thought, you know what, we can spend an hour a day doing this. It's not really going to cost us much more than our time, but we're going to develop a devout following. And that's what I really see, especially like on Twitter. Um, talk to us about how Twitter has been it, beneficial to small businesses. We talk a lot about Facebook, but we forget about the other guys. So what have you seen with Twitter? 
Well, with Twitter is interesting because you know traditionally it's a business uh, to business platform, mm-hmm. and uh, what's happened over the last few years is it really has become a business to consumer, business to business platform. So there's kind of this really big general mix going on, and uh, depending on what industry you're in, you're going to be talking to uh, a various mix of people on Twitter. Um, like for instance, the interior design community is very large on Twitter. They are chatting all the time. And they have some things going on on Facebook, but they're more prominent on Twitter. Um, ah. So, pardon? Oh, I was just saying that's that's interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. So it really depends on the industry that you're in, um, the the type of product or service that you're providing. Um, and uh, so Twitter, you know, the life of the tweet is getting a little bit longer, but not much. And um, so the con- it is still very much a very large chat room for small businesses. It's, um, I think, an opportunity for them. They really have to weigh the the availability of their time. Mm-hmm. So um, with Twitter, you know, we have app, third-party applications like Hootsuite um, to help us um, uh, post and do things when we can't be online. But um, I think what Twitter has done is allowed uh, the small business owner to be more conser- uh, um, more um Conversive and um, their communication to anyone out there who wants to listen to them on Twitter. <laughs> right. So, you know, and, so and I, it seems to me that the businesses that are very active on Twitter, if they're very active, they're very successful. And it doesn't matter if they're the small guy or the big guys. That's correct. I, I agree with that. I mean, if, the more active you are, you really have to give it It's a commitment. You know, when uh, we talk with, uh, as you know, too, when you're talking with your own clients or signing up people, you, you really have to make a commitment to being on there. And um, and is it the right platform for you? You know, if a green business is going to jump into social media, they need to decide which is the right platform for them. Um, and a lot of things that we're seeing right now is a lot of them are on Facebook, but you can link Facebook back to Twitter, which uh, feeds that feed for you. And then you can go back and, 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 and be in real time as well. Mm-hmm. So you just have to make sure that Twitter is right for your business and if you have time to make the commitment to be on it. Right. And I think that's maybe one of the things that scares business owners, especially small business owners the most, is that time commitment. And they're thinking, well, if I have to do LinkedIn and I have to do Twitter and I have to do Facebook and I have to do Pinterest and I have to do and I have to do and I have to do, they think, when am I out doing what I'm really supposed to be doing, which is selling my business? So the third-party applications are so valuable to somebody, especially if they're on their own. But now you provide a service, am I correct, that you will help businesses with their social media presence? Yes. we um, Green Girl Media um, is a social media agency, and so by and large that's what we do. We do everything from consulting and training to account management and setups, um, you know, to day-to-day communication um, across uh, your platforms, depending on what your business needs are. So we uh, sit down with you and, and talk about, you know, your marketing, your goals, you know, learn about your business and come up with a strategy that's going to be um, beneficial for you to grow your, um, your fan base, grow your business, and sell your product. Great. And, and again, they would find you at what's your website address? It's greengirlmedia.biz. And, um, you know, you can find out lots of information on, on Green Girl Media on there as well as on the other social networking platforms. Cool, cool. Well, let's kind of digress for a moment um, and talk about blogs. And it, I think we're going to talk about blogs enough that we're going to carry over into the next section. But let's go ahead and start on it now because so many people say, well, blog's not a social media. And to me it is, you know, because you're actively engaging with people and hopefully getting their feedback and then, you know, talking back to them in the comment section, all those various things. Why do you think blogs are so important and what are some tips for a business owner who is the person who's thinking, I simply don't have enough hours in the day, now you want me to do something else? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a big problem for a lot of businesses. You know, we we hear so many mixed messages in uh, digital media these days with regard to the blog. Should we use it? Should we not? You know, uh, larger companies are saying yes. Some are saying no. Um, But really, you know, I think one of the, the, the most common things that I hear for people with a blog is the understanding of how how am I supposed to use it. You know, a blog is, by and large, a personal opinion, a personal comment about something, whether it's your product or service or personal opinion. 
So integrating that into your business needs can be very tough for some people. So you know if you're uh, you know if you're a uh, I'll talk about eco-friendly uh, furniture business. If you're an eco-friendly furniture business, how many times can you really blog about that industry? So um, I think blogs are excellent. I think that people do need to use them because it it goes above and beyond the 140 character tweets or the 140 character status post or whatever you're doing. And it gives that, um, that another dimension to the voice for your business and you as a person. So people are getting to know about how you communicate, um, how you speak and how you treat others when you write a blog. So I really think that small businesses should take advantage of them if they can. I think, you know, one of the best, uh, product blogs that I've seen is, uh, Lovely Lady Products at lovelyladyproducts.com. Uh, this is a, a person who, um, you know, like we talked about the green industry being so large, she's a, um, a, a, a beauty care product, but what make, and she's, you know, healthy, green, sustainable, fair trade, 100% organic, but her niche is the, uh, um, is attracting to the, um, the celiac, people with, um, celiac um, uh, illnesses hmm. and um, so she developed a product that was benefiting her because of the personal um, uh, um, journey that she went through so her blogs talk about the ingredients in her product and the personal journey on occasion on you know how it's applied to her so when you're writing a blog think and think of outside the box just a little bit on how you can make your blog new creative interesting and still tie it back to your business like Lovely Lady Products does. Right. And, you know, I think people get very stressed out over blogs because they look at them and they're longer. So they think, well, if I don't have enough time to send a tweet or a Facebook post, how can I do a blog? You know, I advise my clients for years, write a blog, write a blog, write a blog. And they then, of course, would say, and where's yours? And they went, hmm. Well, mm, haven't haven't done mine yet because my problem was I wanted it to be perfect. And I was forgetting the fact that it's supposed to be conversational and about me. And as much as I'd like to believe it, I'm not perfect. So when I finally said, okay, I'm going to blog and it's going to be short, you know, about 400 to, to 500 words. I mean, that's not a really long blog post. I can write a blog post now in about 15, 20 minutes. Um, yep. you know, and, and so again, it's just the getting started and doing it. And, you know, it gets better with time, hopefully. <laughs> um, but, again, it's, it's something that a business owner, you, you, they don't have to be sitting down at, you know, say their, their business is open from 9 to 5. They don't have to be there at 2 p.m. writing it. They could write it on a Sunday evening, you know, all those various things. That's the nice thing about a blog post. Absolutely. And, you know, I think you uh, very point on there. You know, it doesn't have to be very long. It, you know, it can be just a couple paragraphs with a photo of something if you mm-hmm. wanted to put mm-hmm. that in there. It really is, if you're passionate about what you do, you're going to easily find something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Whether you're sharing someone else's success or attributing it to your own business, you know, you're going to find something uh, to talk about. And be, being passionate about what you do affords a ton of opportunity. And, you know, if you're having uh, problems uh, thinking of things to um, write about, follow other blogs. Um, You know, obviously, you know, the blogging network um, is just one strategy to get yourself connected out there. But absolutely, it's a must for any small business who wants to start a blog is to find other blogs that are common of interest to them and follow them and see how they're writing and, and what platforms that they're featured on and maybe do a guest blog on someone else's blog you know to talk about your your product or your service and tie it into other platforms um that you can um that you can reach to linkedin um but is i think probably the best place for that because linkedin affords the opportunity for you to connect to groups of like-minded individuals and businesses based on your industry so everyone should go to LinkedIn and find a group and take a look, and there will be lots of blogs posted in there about industry-related things, and that should help you get inspired and get you on your way. Great. Well, you know what? It's time for a break, and so when we come back, let's talk more about groups on LinkedIn and how you've done blog posts on them, because I've been somewhat successful, somewhat not successful, and, and I think people forget that they can post to their own sites on those groups you know so so like you're saying you can write a blog post and link to it there so when we come back let's talk about that and explain to people 
the kind of the how they would go about doing things like that. Miles and miles from your nice warm bed. You just remember what your old past said. Boy, you've got a friend in me. Yeah, you've got a friend in me. You're listening to Mile High Radio. MileHighRadio.com on the World Wide Web for your listening pleasure. There are many debt relief plans and scams out there. So if you find yourself with $10,000 or more in credit card debt and you just want the facts about legitimate debt relief solutions available to you, then call American Credit Card Solutions for a free informational kit that will tell you about your options in simple, easy-to-understand language. The kit is free, the shipping is free, and the consultation is free. Call 800-865-5013 now. No harm. Sell, no pressure, just a candid discussion with a professional who's equipped to help you make an educated decision. This free informational kit can be sent to you today so you can examine all the debt relief options available in the comfort of your home with no one pressuring you to make a quick decision. Call 800-865-5013 and ask for your free kit. This is a first-come, first-serve offer, and kits are limited. So call right now for your free debt relief informational kit, 800-865-5013. That's 800-865-5013. Call now. Want to know how you can get the latest in consumer electronics for free? Then log on to freeslide30.com and find out how you can get a free brand name laptop, digital camera, gaming console, Apple iPad, and much, much more. That's right. Freeslide30.com is your spot for free items online. I can't believe how easy it is. Just go to freeslide30.com. Complete a survey and participate in some amazing offers. That's right. Freeslide30.com is your source for the latest consumer electronics on the market. You may be eligible to get them absolutely free. Just visit www.freeslide and the number 30.com. It's crazy and totally legit. Free slide is the real deal, man. What's better than free, right? Don't delay. Today's offer will end at midnight tonight. So hurry and get yours today. Check back daily to see what other amazing electronics are available. Freeslide30.com is your spot for free stuff on the web. Terms and conditions may apply, so see website for details. Hurry before today's product expires. Again, go to freeslide30.com. It's www.freeslide and the number 30.com. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get And we are back. I'm Deb Creer, the socialite. I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a way to promote themselves and their businesses. You know, I chose uh, the the music for my show very deliberately. Of course, they all the songs talk about friends, but you know, it, it is very much social media. And so we're talking with Nancy Kinney of Green Girl Media Inc. or LLC, and she's talking to us about. How a, a green business, an eco-friendly business, small businesses, people like that, can use social media as a way to promote themselves. So welcome back, Nancy. Thank you very much. Great. Well, before the break, we were talking about blogs and how to post blogs on uh, LinkedIn through various groups. And and I admit I've been a little remiss on my blog because I haven't done a post in about a month or you know maybe maybe about a month. This whole moving thing has just you know totally disrupted my schedule, but. You know, when I do blog, I do tend to post on some groups, and it's funny because I get a lot of comments. Um, sometimes I get more comments from LinkedIn than, you know, from people on LinkedIn than I do anywhere else. But I also have people say, ooh, I know your blog because you're the only one that ever posts on the group. Or, you know, I've, I've had somebody that came back one time and said, this was too self-serving. You can't do that. Even though I didn't even give a link to my website on there. So talk to us about kind of the etiquette on how to post blogs on LinkedIn. You know, I love that comment that you said, self-serving, you know, um, <laughs> because it's so true. I mean, we want to, LinkedIn is, you know, it's a uh, professional networking platform and, you know, really was developed as a job search tool, you know, or people to uh, connect and stay connected with previous employers that they'd worked at. You know, and as it's developed over time, all of these groups have come around, 
And the green industry of all of the industries um, that I've seen has really, really utilized LinkedIn to its advantage. You know, we've got so many things with solar energy and oil and gas going on that there is so much out there now that LinkedIn is just a plethora of, um, of, form, of groups and formats for people to chat and share. So what I would recommend that you do is pick your groups carefully and um, be respectful of the group um, that you are joining. Now, you can join the groups to find out what's going on in there, but um, they do have some rules and regulations. So, um, you know, make sure you read about the content so that you're um, not so self-serving that you're just throwing stuff out there because you need to be. Right, you're the used car salesman. (laughs) Right, exactly. You know, I mean, I rarely post anything uh, from greengirlmedia.biz, which is my website. What I do is I post my blogs on my website, and then I'll share additional articles on other platforms. But if I'm posting in, um, like for clients and sharing blogs for, for clients, then I will post in the appropriate um, groups as long as it meets that, um, that, that criteria that's not self-serving. And I'm sharing um, quality information. What's, um, I think where the group uh, uh, heads get upset is when you're just being too promotional and you're talking about the same thing all the time. Um, and you need to make it relevant. You know, Futures Furniture, um, the group on there, uh, was started four years ago or so. And, you know, we it's, occasionally you have to send out reminders to people that it's about eco-friendly furniture and interior designs. It's, um, and so you just make sure that when you're posting to LinkedIn that, uh, especially your, your green blog, follow green blogs that are relevant to your industry that have, um, you know, um, wonderful headers that people want to look at it and read it in that first few seconds and click on your blog. But be, remaining respectful to the blog as a group is going to get your uh, blog a little more noticed. Right. Well, and one of the things I do is before I do any any post on a group, I look at the other activity on the group. If it's not an active group, then, you know, I might not post anything there. But if it's a and if it's a very active group where a lot of people are posting, then I'll post a little bit more often so that I'm not the hmm, gee, you're the only person who ever posts here type of person. So, you know, that's that's a, a good way to kind of look at the groups, you're looking to see what other people are doing, what their etiquette is, um, you know, it's it, it's pretty easy in a lot of cases to really annoy people online, and then it's really fun because they get annoyed and they tell the whole world about it, but, you know, you, yeah, you know, so, it, but it, it, it really doesn't take that much time to make sure that you're doing it. Now, I think it's important to note, and, and you mentioned this, that the groups have rules and each group has its own rules. Now sometimes they don't bother to set up rules, so then you know it's kind of hit and miss. But you know, make sure you go in and read those. You know, some of them they may say you can't post any outside links, you can't do this, you can't do that. And and follow those because the worst thing would be to kick back be kicked off the group. Absolutely, and you really don't want that. And um you know, you really, uh, you know, when you're sharing your, your blog, uh, share it appropriately and you basically, you know, be respectful of the community wherever you are. You're going to be respectful anyway when you're on any of the social networking sites. It's the same rules for, for LinkedIn as well. And, um, um, you know, as far as sharing the links are concerned, a lot of people forget that um, and uh, or don't link appropriately or don't put the full link in there. And that's confusing for the reader. Mm-hmm. So make sure mm-hmm. you take the time to uh, make sure that it's it's uh, readable, that people can click on the link to act um, the link the active link, excuse me, back to your blog. Um, and um, so just you know just be aware of that. Well, and and posting there is just like posting anywhere else. If somebody responds, comment. You know, if, if they said, gee, this was a great post or I have another question or whatever, make sure you go back and respond. I mean, to me, that's one of the most, most egregious errors that I see on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, is somebody asks a question and it goes off into the great oblivion because the yeah. business isn't or the person isn't looking at it to follow up with those. You know, and that's a great point, too. You know, a lot of people are uh, put these surveys out there. And um, so, the, you know, you can create surveys on LinkedIn, I mean, which mm-hmm. is a good opportunity for you to test 
uh, your product in the market that you're, the group that you're interested in belonging to. Uh, you know, the green movement, you know, the green industry has so many wonderful groups on LinkedIn. Um, and uh, occasionally, you know, we put things out there. Um, I know we have on Futures Furniture, um, you know, about the um, the eco home furnishings industry and the state of sustainability and, you know, non-toxic VOC finishings and things like that and, and getting that response. So the one thing you should do is, Remember to use that share button. You know, LinkedIn offers um, in the group the opportunity for you to share the conversation on um, on Twitter. Uh, so if you've posted to the group, um, on the upper right-hand side of the group, there should be, uh, you can share the group to let people know that you're in there. But also when you're posting a link, you can uh, share it across other platforms now too. So that's nice. another extra linking opportunity for your blog. Well, and, and the more that material is out there, the better it is. You know, it's, it's kind of one of those things where you, know, you might think that you're a small business, but you still need big exposure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is the wonderful thing about social media. That is the wonderful thing about these social networking sites. They were, um, and you get a tremendous amount of, um, of exposure for anything that you want to put out there. And, you know, uh, just have to be careful, you know, I mean, what you put out there. So, <laughs> Well, and, and that's definitely one of the things that, that you have to watch out for and you have to monitor. Um, I would think, you know, the, the green industry, sometimes more so than others, because there's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of people who think, oh, green is silly, green is stupid, so I'm going to discredit it. You know, all of those various things. So you have to stay on top of it or it could spiral out of control very quickly. And all you were doing was a blog post about a new piece of furniture you've got. Absolutely. And that goes back to the greenwashing. You remember when mm-hmm. consumers, you know, came out and said, hold on, you know, we want to know what does that mean? What does that mean? You say you're green. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and um, there are lots of organizations out there that have certification processes to help identify um, the products. And, um, you know, now we've got green labeling, you know, so that is, you are more transparent about what it is that makes you green or eco-friendly or environmentally safe. And um, so the social media, again, has been such a tremendous help um, to uh, leverage communication across you know, many societies um, so that we can all, you know, have a say in what's happening and impacting our lives on a personal level. Mm-hmm. And again, it comes back to things on, on social media travel kind of at, at light speed. You know, you can you could have a, a post on there that gets shared and then reshared and then quickly goes around the world and you really just did intend for people in Denver or, you know, your your little town to see it. Yep, exactly. You know, that's the beauty of video. I mean, video mm-hmm. is, um, you know, the, one of the biggest um, uh, parts of that. I mean, they, it's just amazing how some of that stuff just goes out there. Um, but it really, I mean, eco-businesses have an opportunity to take advantage of that. I mean, one of the blogs that I wrote about um, on Green Girl Media for my Green Girl Around Town blog was uh, we did a video, I did a video um, with Colorado uh, Green Channel, and um, we talked about a company called Bungo Box, which is in Denver, Colorado. And they are a, um, uh, a company that's based out of other states. Um, what's it called when you have um, – I forget off the top of my head. But anyway, we did a, a blog for them, and they quickly went viral. Um, mm-hmm. the, news, uh, the local news station picked up on them, and we met up with them at the Denver Green Expo, which was recently in town. Oh, nice. So, you know, yeah, I mean, it's really, you know, video has really uh, helped propel um, small businesses, um, absolutely, into getting it out there because they're easily shareable. You don't have to read, you know, four or 500 words if you don't want to. You can actually um, speak, listen, and hear, you know, what it is about the product. And so I think that that video, um, video blogging and video blogging are great opportunities mm-hmm. for every. Well, and the the nice thing is, you know, with the with YouTube and you know the fact that Google owns it, if you put something on YouTube, it's going to be found much more easily. But you know, people aren't expecting 
high quality type of video. So you can use your phone, you can use a little flip camera, you can do all those various things, which again is a benefit to green. You know, if somebody is, is doing a video and I can tell they spent a million dollars to shoot the commercial, I'm going to think, hmm, maybe not so much. But if it's, you know, a, a small business owner who's talking about, you know, maybe they're uh, a farmer's market and they're talking about all of the, the produce and things, if they just walk through with a little camera and show me what they've got there, that speaks far more than anything else that, that they could probably ever do, at least to me. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite things to do. I love um, doing video blogs and just chatting with people face-to-face and, you know, just giving, you know, that one to three minutes, no more than that. And, you know, you've got a, a commercial for your business um, that you can share on uh, many platforms, on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, for sure, on Pinterest, because you can upload videos to Pinterest. So you've got that capability there to, to share it. Uh, it's just so amazing. I think it's a great idea for every business. Cool, cool. Well, we are ready to take another break. And so when we come back, let's talk about, you know, I'm in Atlanta now, but let's talk about what's going on in Denver with the green movement. It may be what you might know about things happening around the, uh, the, the rest of the United States. And then wrap up with, you know, some final tips on how any business owner, but especially an eco-friendly business, really needs to be using these social media tools. You just remember what your old pal said Boy, you've got a friend in me Yeah, you've got a friend in me You're listening to Mile High Radio MileHighRadio.com On the World Wide Web For your listening pleasure Listen, if you're considering buying hardwood flooring, don't do anything until you've written down this number and received your free Lumber Liquidators catalog. The flooring was high quality with an unbeatable price tag. Call in the next 10 minutes to get your free catalog. What I bought at Lumber Liquidators is a vastly higher quality than flooring I had installed six years ago and for a fraction of the cost. So if you want great hardwood flooring at unbeatable prices, trust Lumber Liquidators. We buy direct from the mills. Call right now to get our flooring guide and catalog absolutely free. It's filled with top quality hardwood flooring, including solid hardwoods, laminates, and bamboos, and even Bella Wood prefinished flooring with a 100 year transferable warranty. The same floor Bob Vila has in his home. This free catalog is full of tips, ideas, and our flooring project list to make your buying decisions easy. Hurry, call right now to get a copy of this free guide and catalog. Call 877 413 2193 to get your free copy now. 877 413 2193. 877 413 2193. Hi, this is Dr. Clinton. I want to tell you about a current patient of mine, Lisa. She came into me with lower back pain and lack of mobility. Her story is that she her back pain started gradually and got to the point that she missed work. And after a corrective surgery, her pain was getting worse and worse. So she met a colleague of mine. And he noticed that she was walking a bit funny at a health fair. He referred her to my office, and now she feels 10 years younger. She no longer cringes when she has to bend over. She said life is good, and she's enjoying it to the fullest. She came in for low back pain, and she noticed that she's had a decrease in pain, a higher level of energy, she's sleeping better, and that her perimenopausal symptoms are drastically reduced and some have totally disappeared. She's chosen to continue with chiropractic because she says she's too young to feel handicapped and life is too short not to enjoy it. If you'd like to take advantage of that as well, feel free to give my office a call at 303-688-2300. My Making your way in the world today Takes everything you've got Taking a break from all your worries Sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away All those nights when you've got no lights The check is in the mail And your little angel hung the cat up by its tail 
And we are back for our final segment today. I love that song, um, especially when it gets to the part where it's talking about where everybody knows your name, because that is social media. And that's so important for a small business owner to be on social media because everybody knows them that way. I'm Deb Creer, and I am talking today with Nancy Kenny, who is the principal and senior social media strategist of Green Girl Media. So welcome back, Nancy. Thank you. Glad to be here. Great. Well, you know, I I love this. You know, thanks to technology, we're about 1,400 miles apart. I'm in Atlanta, which is cooler than it is in Denver today. And I know you're up in Steamboat Springs. But, you know, it's it's funny. It's only going to be about 88 here in, in Atlanta today. So, you know, what's the world coming to? But, you know, let's talk about how, you know, what what is going on in the world of green, especially in Denver? Well, in the Denver area, you know, we have um, always, you know, well, not always, but at least for the last uh, six years, really stepped up our um, our green movement, uh, starting uh, with our um, our government. You know, Denver, the Denver Green Movement. You know, we have Denver um, Mayor Michael B. Hancock, you know, who's our current mayor, and you know, they have Green Print Denver. Green Print Denver is the city's uh, public outreach. Um, and civic uh, uh, engagement, if you will, um, for uh, sustainability in the Denver area, for the city of Denver and, and, and beyond that. And um, so you have a lot of, um, you know, back, I don't know, in 2008 or 2007, you know, we had these really big national um, expos, these green expos that really brought in tons of people uh, to the areas whether you were in Denver or Boston or Chicago, San Francisco, New York. And what's happened, I think, is uh, because of the economy, those uh, large-scale um, uh, um, expos have gone um, by the wayside and brought it more locally. And so every town, you can read lots of um, information online that it's become more grassroots and more local to uh, share. You know, you've got uh, fair trade events, you've got... Um, you know, Burlington, Vermont has Fair Trade Day, and Denver downtown they have the Civic uh, Center Park where they have sustainability um, uh, events and things like that. So I think what's happened over, uh, you know, especially in Denver, it's become more a grassroots, a basic level. Um, and uh, places like the Sustainable Living Fair, which is based out of Fort Collins, you know, have uh, really uh, been able to move forward with that because. It is uh, grassroots, it is local, um, but um, they've kept that momentum going forward. So the economy has definitely affected what's going on. So I think what we're seeing, again, is that that local uh, aspect to the green uh, movement. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I'm sure that all of those are really using social media. Um, you know, when they have conferences, they use hashtags on Twitter, all those various things. Absolutely, they do. You know, I mean, that's how people are, uh, you know, uh, engaging. You know, you're creating events on Facebook. You're sharing those on Twitter. You're sharing those on LinkedIn groups that you have certain events going on in your area. Um, And that, you know, and also sponsorships. I mean, what's happened is, you know, these local venues, these local events, you know, seek sponsorship from local companies. And it's an opportunity for a smaller company to uh, pay a reasonable price to be a sponsor um, at the local events and get their product out there. So a lot of that going on right now. Mm-hmm. You know, at the the start, you mentioned one of the things that, that a business owner needs to do is think about what the, the specific platform is that they need to be on. You know, we've talked about Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, all those various things. Is there a social media site specific for um, green, for eco-friendly, all those various things, or, or do you just kind of use the, the big mainstream ones? I absolutely um, feel that LinkedIn is probably the, the best one for information. You know, okay. we've talked about blogs, we've talked about sharing your products and service, but what LinkedIn um, affords is the opportunity to connect with manufacturers and retailers um, and service providers for your product. And um, so again, if you're if you've got something, it's low cost, it's free, obviously to have a face, I mean a LinkedIn account, you can share your information across the other social networking sites via LinkedIn and um, and your blog, of course, and anything that's going on with your business. So I really think that LinkedIn has an opportunity to um, 
continue to uh, reach the, the consumer at that more basic level. And I think it's just really great. I see a lot of businesses who are looking for um, internationally, um, who are using the site, looking for um, for manufacturing retailers, sales, you know, jobs, you know, things to go along with that line. So well, and, uh, and of, uh, of course, ahead. the nice thing about LinkedIn is it's the professional social networking mm-hmm. site. You know, you're not going to see the posts on LinkedIn usually, unless you know somebody has their Twitter feed coming in or something talking about what they saw on TV last night or you know what their favorite book is, all those various things. And and so it kind of weeds some of that out. So it makes it easier uh, for people to focus on why they're there. Absolutely. I, you know, I, that is 100% right. And as long as you get, you know, like we talked about, respect the group and you remain professional, um, you should have a, a really great opportunity to continue to connect with people. You know, and, and I think the thing that people tend to forget or overlook is they need to definitely expand their networks, maybe out of their comfort zone, out of their territory, all those various things. You know, I've been using LinkedIn a lot in the last couple of months to expand my network down here in Atlanta. And it's been interesting because I tried it on Facebook and I gained a handful of, of new connections. I tried it on LinkedIn and I gained 120 some new connections within a couple of days. And these are yes. professional business people who, you know, are, are people I definitely want to network with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that that, you know, is, is, is right on. I mean, that's the same for me as well. I think, you know, the, the, uh, the small business owner who wants to get into the green industry or is just launching into the green industry should connect at some level on, on LinkedIn so that they understand, uh, you know, how the other businesses are doing it. And then decide, um, for instance, I've been talking to a company that's launching um, Eco Baby products. And, you know, we want to make sure that when they're launching that, you know, what is it about them that's standing out? Um, and so one of the, um, I'm not sure if you've run into this, and I, I believe you are at some level a business coach as well, where um, eco-businesses are taking advantage of eco-consulting, eco-coaches mm-hmm. that have many, many years of uh, professional uh, PR marketing and business backgrounds that can guide them through that startup stage um, to get them out the gate. And then, you know, they can do their, um, their social media campaigns as they go forward. Um, that's, a, that's a trend I'm seeing, and I see that a little bit on LinkedIn, too. Cool. Well, what are your favorite groups on LinkedIn that, that you participate in? Well, the ones that I, of course, that's, you know, Futures Furniture. I mean, Futures Furniture mm-hmm. is the one that I've started. It's been going on. It's, it, you know, we're also on um, Facebook as well. But um, some of the other ones that I really like, um, that I really uh, follow, I, I would say more are on the design side, the interior designs, the eco-friendly designs, um, the um, the bio group, which is you know green um, manufacturing of uh, mattresses and bedding, um, uh, with it and Lojas, I really enjoy Lojas. Um, it's a huge network. You know they hold their um, their conference every year in Boulder, um, and that's a great opportunity to learn a lot about um, what's going on across all um, lifestyles um, of eco living. Um, so they're just—I have a lot of great groups. You can uh, look at those on my profile and see um, which ones I'm connected to. Uh, one of the things that I do do uh, on a regular basis Deb, is I, I do use my my phone. I use my phone. Um, on and I link, you know, I'll connect in through to LinkedIn on my mobile phone and do like you said, you know, comment on these groups. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't necessarily need to be at my computer. I can log in with the app on my phone and I can see the the day's feeds and comment and see what other people are doing inside the group. Um, so I think that that's a good thing for you if you're a phone savvy person. Stay connected well, on LinkedIn. And it's so easy, you know, you you get somewhere to an appointment, you're 10 minutes early, you, you get your phone out, you know, and, and you check in on LinkedIn, you know, you check in on Facebook, all those various things. And, and I'm not meaning check in as in you check in your location, you're, you're reading the posts. So, and, and it really does take just a couple minutes. So for the business owner or the business person who says, ugh, I just don't have time, it's pretty easy to start finding 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there to really develop a good, strong presence online. 
Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you uh, mentioned it uh, um, inadvertently, but Foursquare, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, Foursquare has changed their platform and um, recently, and what they've done is upgraded their platform to make it more of a communication tool. So when people check in, um, they can actually comment on what other people have checked in as or shared a photo. Um, um, so I think Foursquare will continue to move uh, that that forward, especially if you have the brick-and-mortar institution where you're trying to get people into your um, onto your sales. If you don't have a brick-and-mortar institution, you can still have people check into your uh, business, but you can bring them to your website and you can put the links in there so that it connects to the um, to your website. So you're using another platform. Uh, for people to uh, drive um, e-commerce, mobile commerce to your business. Right. Well, and we do business with people that our friends and our associates trust. Um, yes. You know, so if if I have seen that you like this restaurant or you're at that farmer's market, I'm going to think, wow, you know, Nancy goes there. I need to go there too. That's right. Absolutely. You know, um, it's 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 so key, and you can do it. I mean, I just if you're a phone savvy person and you're you don't like the computer as much, maybe you should switch to the phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. You know, amazingly enough, we are at the top of the hour already. We have filled our full hour, and we still have lots and lots to talk about. So we will definitely have you back on in the future as a guest again. It would be so much fun to have you. Remind people one last time about how to find you online. Well, it's uh, greengirlmedia.biz is my website. We are also at Green Girl Media LLC on Facebook, Green Girl Media on Pinterest, uh, Nancy Kenny um, on LinkedIn, and you can follow my Futures Furniture Group on there. And uh, we're on Foursquare. We do check in on Foursquare at Green Girl Media on Foursquare. And Twitter, we're at Green Girl Media on Twitter and Futures Furniture um, on Twitter as well. So we would love to have you connect with us, stay connected, chat about your eco-businesses, and maybe we can share a, a blog or two about your business. Perfect, perfect. Well, Nancy, thank you so much for calling in from Steamboat to the radio station down in Denver. And I'm your host, Deb Creer, the socialite here in Atlanta. I mean, how green is that? <laughs> we didn't do any traveling at all and That's really rough. minimized our footprint. <laughs> so, thank you so thank you. And we will be back next time with another guest talking about social media. podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.